0: Anyways, basketball. (laughs) Just
1: Just count when I count. Just count when I count. Am I supposed to count too? I thought you just counted. Why don't you just count? I was,
0: I was counting. I I was, I, I did count. And then Nikki decided to count, and I was clapping. I was doing it together with you.
2: Oh, I thought, I thought we were. I thought you were yelling at us to count when I count. No, 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 no. Nikki just always counts when I count, and then we sound stupid. This means nothing to the listeners, by the way.
0: It means nothing oh. to And also, to if I'm not mistaken, to. we're we're pretty harmonized the whole time. So it's pretty good. So how dare you? Um, I, I don't know. I feel like you clapped like right before I finished. I think right as you were saying, one, three, two, one, clap. <laughs> Throws me out. Oh,
2: boy. Guys, this has been a week. It's been a week, to say the least. My hair is getting so fucking long. Like, full on fro. It's getting there.
1: Mine actually looks really mine
2: looks really good. Yeah, i mean, you know what? It does. I'm not gonna lie, it looks pretty solid.
1: I've it's realized that in the short haircut that I've been rocking for a while, I'm not I'm going back to this. This this longer haircut is good. I'm gonna just have them do scissors on the sides now. No more buzzing, no more fades. This is what we're doing. It's yeah. good. It's a solid white guy haircut. <laughs> solid white it's, guy. I've also really I've is. also lost three pounds in quarantine, so shout nice. out Good for you, yeah I'm gonna I've throw, gonna throw all that forth. away tonight when I drink eighteen iPAs but
2: ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> fuck it, dude, I've been going back and forth it's been a it's been a trip I've been going it was like 200, then like one ninety three what mm. then two oh five how did that happen so fast and then yeah, it's just been it's been back and forth back and forth. We'll get better, we'll get better,
0: and if we don't, we'll start
2: in July when everybody goes back to normal life,
0: yeah. Beach season is going to be uh, t-shirt I, heavy this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> I saw I saw a meme uh on Instagram and it was like uh Everything's a meme now. Like, this isn't even a meme. Like, somebody just posted a caption or a video from The Incredibles with a caption on it. And it's like, that's a meme now. Yeah. Um, but it's the, it's a video of him rolling up to the ladies, uh, Edna, the lady that makes the suits, mm. the super suits for them. And it's like when you're rolling up to Bay's house after quarantine and she's like, Looking to see who it is, and she's like, "All right, come on." And then she's she just mutters, "My God, you've gotten fat." Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's so true. <laughs>
2: oh God, it's the life we're gonna be living. It's very real. Yeah, it's very real. Oh boy, how are you guys? How, how are you guys doing today, man? Hey,
1: real quick. I well, I got an Apple Watch yesterday, so I'm doing Whoa. good. Nice. And Look I just got. I, I just got. I got a little news update from Apple News. Injecting disinfectants not a good idea <laughs> oh
0: wow who would have thunk <laughs> gotta love america we
1: although my dad did, he, he did send that to me sucks
2: <laughs> my dad sent that to me today so he's like what do you think i'm like come on dude stop <laughs> we already started with the 5g lt now this- <laughs> <sighs> i'm kidding i'm kidding how's God, your dad the- doing by the way much better much better mom yeah. and grandma are good everybody's good everybody's chilling mom I mean, dad and grandma good. Mom does not appear to have any symptoms, so That's good. should should be out of the woods. I do need them to get tested so I can go see them, but mm-hmm. uh other than that everybody seems to be a O okay. K. Your boy's been doing a lot of other people's laundry recently. Let's just say that. All right,
1: guys, I have to apologize for this, but this this Apple Watch you become kind of beholden to like the fitness goals that you set for yourself. So I have to stand up and move for one minute. So <laughs> <laughs> your boy, your boy, your boy's gonna oh be just you, your boy's gonna be pod, podcasting while just wandering around. The You're room.
2: just gonna be doing just like army stuff, just like you know leg, what I'm just saying. the knees, knees hands. <laughs>
1: It's like stand-up comedy right now. Yeah. (laughs) What's the deal with airline food? Oh, of
2: course he went there. They can't see me, but I'm
1: walking around. Of course he went there.
2: Oh, man. That's so funny. Well, welcome back, y'all. This is episode 127 of NBA. This is a podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly just talks a lot of shit. And if you're listening on Spotify, we are categorized as a comedy podcast. I don't know how that happened. But I'll take it.
1: We are a comedy podcast.
2: <laughs> we are something. We are something. Um, I am your host, J. Lez, a.k.a. Dennis Podman. Mm. Good. <laughs> nice.
1: good. Good, good. Uh, That's very good.
2: Th- thanks, man. Thanks, man. Uh, the gentleman who is getting his steps in. Uh, introduce yourself, sir.
1: Hey, I just want to say I did it. You've earned another hour <laughs> towards your stand goal. You boy. <laughs> uh, hey, what's up? It's uh, you, boy, Tad, uh, aka Chris uh, Caveman.
2: Mm. Well done. And how timely! How timely with the draft. Oh, good job. Nice good job, job. If you don't nice think job. that I went and
1: looked at the the draft board to find a good one, for yeah, this one. I had another good one, but I, I can't remember what, which one, who it was. But I had a I had a, a good one too.
2: And uh, last but not was. least, my actual brother.
0: Introduce yourself. Sir. Hi, Nikki Keelis, aka Rachise Wallace.
2: You two! All of us! We are on point. I love it. We are here to talk basketball. This is NBA. The podcast tries to talk about NBA shit. But mostly
1: we just talk a lot of shit. Today Why are we whispering? Hey. We whispering. We do are we, doing, are we an ASMR podcast now? Hey guys. Let's I don't know. Go be NBA.
0: Talking. Okay. who did the mouse? Would you rather sound? get
1: caught would you rather would <laughs> you rather get caught it? watching porn or ASMR?
2: Uh I feel like I can explain away ASMR. I
1: like feel like you can explain away porn way easier. It's porn. I mean, like it's porn. Know, That's everybody watching porn. Who's
2: know? who's? Who, it depends on who's walking in on me.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. This is, you're throwing a lot of wrenches at my hypothetical here. If it's I amber, maintain porn
2: 100%. I, I, ASMR I maintain,
1: is weird. I maintain that I would rather have somebody walk in on me watching porn than ASMR. And I watch <laughs> ASMR on maybe a daily basis. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! I, I, ma- like, I'm like super sensitive to it. So like. The tingles just go nuts. It feels nice. It's a good way to unwind. Wow,
2: just so much there. Okay, just what? What's wrong? It's not
1: like I'm not like beaten off to ASMR yet. No, 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 no. There seems to be some misconstruing of what I was talking about here. I don't know. I just like to. It helps me relax.
2: Makes me feel good uh-huh yeah so does masturbating i get it i understand you're uh, hey, that's so a
1: different kind of feel. crystal good, clear over different, here different friend. kind of feel good
2: you got it buddy i got it crystal Dude, clear honestly Your what, secret if made, me. Like,
1: what if they just made like asmr porn they 100% be- you two- do you killed two- this Oh, really? there's, <laughs> dude, there's <laughs> coronavirus. Porn. I mean, of yeah. Virus. Like, let's be realistic. It's a that. it's a fucking internet. Like everything I'm exists. You like, I, know I, that. I, I, was that rule rule, 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 th- thir- rule thirty four? Yeah. yeah, rule thirty four. If it exists, there's porn of it on the internet. Yeah, This is true. everything. everything. Is this true? Do you think somebody? Do you think we could get this podcast big enough that like, uh, if it's big potentially enough, potentially we get like an NBA porn parody?
0: Oh, that's my dream.
1: It dude. would probably it would most likely be fanfic.
2: It would make me jerking off to my own podcast way less weird. <laughs> if
1: if we, I, I feel like if you get porn made after your media that you've created, you've made it. Game changer. There are two ways to know if you've made it. Weird is- Yankovic covers your song <laughs> or they make a porn parody version of That's the sad. media that you've created. So that's that's it, a stamp man. of approval.
2: That is a stamp of success. That's what that is.
1: That means we, you whatever you're doing has enough mainstream appeal that like people watching porn are like, "Oh yeah, man, I know this I'd thing. i that." Oh, sick. Oh, <laughs> Spider-Man.
0: Sure.
2: Oh my god. Well, y'all, this is episode 127, and today as Every week for the last couple of weeks, that's what we have. And apologies for the delay here. Tad had to watch the draft last night. I partook for about an hour, and then I got bored.
1: Um, but it was a terrible case, NFL draft. I'm sorry. I'm it was sorry. rough. It was rough. I... There was,
2: like, no trades, and also, like... Such a fuck it's every every player that got drafted had like a sad
1: story, and I'm like, come on, dude, dude. They do that, they do that every year. There's just Ooh. like the one like the, the, the kid the Packers drafted the quarterback, his dad committed suicide, and like that's all they're talking about. And I'm like oh, shit. Maybe maybe we maybe we talk about something else on the happiest day of the kid's life. Yeah. Um
2: I'm gonna give I, I, you I'm gonna give I, you wait. one minute to comment on the pick.
1: Wait, hold on. I I have I remembered my other uh A.K.A. And it was A.K.A. (laughs) Leandro Barbacoa. Ooh. Okay. Look at you. Season professional. Uh, I mean, whatever. I hated the fucking pick. You saw my tweets. If you follow me on Twitter, you saw my tweets last night. I said, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Screwed up another draft. Probably won't be an NFL season anyway. That's what I'm doing. I'm at the point, like, given how terrible (laughs) that pick was, I'm at the point where I'm like, who fucking cares? Just I don't want to have a season. If I can't be happy, no one can.
2: That's funny. Well, Bears didn't have a first round pick. So we'll see Note what happens Lynn, today. Am I right?
0: Bob was like, hey, did the, he literally just, this morning just goes, hey, did the Bears fuck up last night? I wasn't paying attention. And I was like, they didn't have a pick yesterday. He was like, oh, so they fucked up pre draft? Perfect. Because <laughs> I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I know this isn't a football, but was didn't we get rid of this first round pick in order to
1: pick up Trubisky? No. Correct. No, this one was for Khalil Mack
0: oh, oh okay right. this one i accept that's right who
1: who had eight and a half sacks last year the, he was tied for twenty seventh with jason Pierre Paul who doesn't have any fingers so like I don't know how good I feel about that let's let's pump the
2: brakes on that sacks are way less important than people assume that they are they're they're one of the they're one of the most misleading statistics yeah, of like, he does a lot actual more that, defense. That. he does so much more than sacks
0: anyways basketball you anyways. guys are you guys
1: are ruining my narrative. <laughs> so um. all
2: right so as listeners know uh this past sunday um was the release of the brand new michael jordan slash chicago bulls documentary the last dance espn will be launching two episodes every sunday for the next five sundays you're right that equals 10 good math um, and this past Sunday was the first two episodes. Um, as I'm sure many of the listeners did, we all partook and took in the episodes, watched them uh, in our respective homes. Guys, how we feeling about the first two episodes of The Last Dance?
1: I would have watched all ten if they'd have released it at the same mm-hmm. time. Fuck!
0: I yeah, was so idiot. mad that I had to Fuck wait. Yeah. I'm so like I, Sunday is
1: taking too long. I know. I actually, I actually week. like. I actually like waiting. I think it's nice. It gives you something during this quarantine to look forward yes, to. Yes, it is very. Uh, I agree don't with get that. me wrong. I would love to binge it, and I'm happy that they're releasing two at a time, so I don't have to yes. wait for fucking yep. one. But at the same time, like it is nice to just have something. that's like, oh fuck yeah! Like I, I, I just, agree. I can, I just look forward to you know. Yeah. I
2: agree. Like in in past years, I may have missed this year's draft, but like. Because there was no other live sporting events or anything even sport adjacent, because I wasn't watching horse. Um, like I watched the draft, and like I did not movie, watch
1: one second of that. Horse. No, it, was was, it was terrible. Chauncey Phillips beat Trey Young. I mean, like,
0: yeah, and it was and it was Paul bad. Was if like, you need
1: I evidence that they don't give it. a fuck, like that's what that's what's going on.
2: It was bad, but like, I yeah the the documentary was I can't even begin to explain the wide range of emotions that I felt watching this. Like it was part like excitement, part just like, like there was like points throughout the documentary. I was like, "I, I feel like I'm about to cry right now. This is insane. I can't believe I'm feeling this much emotion. And there was like points where I was like ready to jump in the air. Like, yeah, just so many emotions. And it's so, it's so great to see to, to, to have people of this generation who didn't get to experience MJ really understand why he was the greatest and is the greatest of all time and will continue to be until further notice. Like, some of the shit... That you, like, the, the, greatest, the greatest way that that was explained was when Jerry Reinsdorf, when they found out that he was working out in North Carolina so that he could fix his ankle, when he asked him the question of, like, if I gave you a pill to make a headache go away and nine times out of 10 it will work but one time out of 10 it would kill you would you take that pill and michael's response was depends on how bad the headache is like that was the epitome of like that is why he is the greatest it was just it was just it was so fun to watch and like get an insight into like the mind that is
1: michael jeffrey jordan it was fantastic it, what's always interesting to me is when like they play those those like clips of him, um, like when he's younger, like when he hit that game winning shot at North Carolina. He's like, "Yeah, man, you know, I was just real excited, you know." Like he's like 15 year old voice, and he's like, "I was just real excited, uh, you know. My teammates had a lot of faith in me, and I wanted to reward that faith." Like you go from 19 year old Michael Jordan like that to six time champion Michael Jordan, who's like, "Fuck Jerry Reinsdorf, <laughs> fuck Jerry Krause, <Christ. laughs> right. fuck these guys. They're I not- did this on my own." to be clear he's got I don't know Hen- why his voice is like I don't know what that voice was I was just doing but
2: uh. that's that's Hennessy man that's what Hennessy does to you I do they're love what he was like and he cigars. was like
1: they
0: was doing lines and drinking I wasn't doing all that stuff uh I didn't Bull I didn't drink yet <laughs> he he does say I didn't start drinking yet <laughs> he said back Dude, then he said back then back he, then
1: michael like if if you Tell me with a straight face that Michael Jordan has never in his life done cocaine. You are a fucking liar. I don't disagree with you.
2: I don't disagree with you. I do believe that when he was 21, he wasn't doing coke.
1: I believe at that point in time,
2: he wasn't. He he was a rookie, I believe. He
1: was definitely doing coke during the 92 Olympics. Uh, because they like if you watch that documentary on the dream team, they're like, he'd go out and golf 36 holes and then come out and score 30 points. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because they're like, I don't know how he did it. I mind. fucking do, I know how he did it. <laughs> That's
2: fair. Let me ask you guys this question Do you feel that it is fair, uh, that the way that they are portraying Jerry Krause is fair, all yes. things considered?
0: Yeah. Yes, I do. I think they're doing a good job uh, because they are showing, like, he was an asshole, and they're showing that he is an asshole, and a lot of players do not like him, and people and uh, there's a very, like, you know, a lot of people don't like playing in Chicago, and I think that started all the way back then with Jerry Krause and and also Ryan's doors. I just think, like, the way that they all, I don't know, it's just, sometimes, like, that that cut when it shows, like, Pippen uh, and uh, Jordan shit-talking him and like being like what is those diet pills the Pippen one makes a little sense cuz he got fu- he got fucked over. Jerry fucked him over. 7 years, 18 million. Uh,
1: I mean, at the time though, that was a good contract. Ooh, yeah, it was a good I mean, enough TV contract. Contracts exploded after that. Like yeah. Scotty Pippen didn't have to sign it.
2: No. Yeah. And he also like 7 years, 7 years that's is a long ridiculous. Time. Like that is a stupid long contract. But
1: that's how that's how like NBA contracts were. Like T Mac, of sure, agree. signed a 7-year contract. I agree. I I think NBA players,
2: as far as finances are concerned, have gotten better. Yes. Like, now, like, KD signs a one-year deal every year and just knows, like, every year my... or I mean, he signs, a one, case, he signs a one plus one.
1: Yeah. right. He's smart.
2: Right. Because he's smart. Because he knows, like, my value could potentially go up and, like, the salary cap could change and I may... I may really want to go after winning this year. So like, I'll take a hit this year so we can go season people. But if I feel like this team's not good enough to win, I'm going to make my money this year. Like it's it's smart. The
1: thing is what's smart is like signing that one plus one. It's like, okay, I sign and then I'll stay next year. But then like be as like max contract values and salary caps go up, like they can afford to pay you more money. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense to like continue to do that. Like instead of signing a six year deal or like a, like a five year deal, which is the max you can sign in the league. Now you sign a five year deal like sweet uh but by the like fourth year of your career you're you know I, it's like when mike conley when that salary cap exploded and mike conley became the highest paid player in the nba mm-hmm. yeah and it's like you know so like yeah it's smart i mean you you risk like the injury stuff like obviously and katie obviously got hurt and so that's when like he signed with the nets it was like yeah i'm taking the fucking five-year deal <laughs> yeah like i'm trying <laughs> your boy's trying to guarantee his future at this right, point but like he's right, already right. made so much money yeah you know? right I mean, it absolutely is what it is, but um. I, okay. So, just like I, I don't want to get off on the contract tangent, um, I do want to talk about Jerry Cross. I don't think it was like I, I. don't feel like he's being portrayed that negatively. I don't think anything they're showing is not objective. I don't. I don't disagree. So here's here's here's
2: where I stand. I think it is ludicrous that anybody would want to break up a team that just won three championships in a row. That for all intents and purposes, like seemed to be a team that for the most part got along pretty well, despite the fact that Pippen was clearly upset and had they taken care of him would not have been an issue, but there were very few and granted we're only two episodes in, so I'm sure we'll find out more about this sooner rather than later, but like there were few guys on that team that would not have come back. Um, And there were few guys, even fewer guys on that team that they didn't want to come back. I think Jerry Krause I think it's accurate that, like, this depiction of him being somebody who, like, who just yearned for credit um, is to some extent warranted. Like, the shit that he did as a GM to build that team, like, he doesn't get nearly enough credit. Now, granted, none of this goes anywhere without Michael Jordan, but, like, Michael Jordan wasn't doing much by himself until they went and drafted Scotty and Horace Grant and traded for Bill Cartwright and picked up Tony Kukoc and went to go get Dennis Rodman and picked up Ron Harper. Like, like these are the things that they didn't, he didn't strike out much like in his career. And what's really fucked is like, he can't defend himself. Now the, the interviews, the interviews that they have of him, like they, they add to the narrative. Like they're making a documentary. They're trying to make a case.
1: Fair. I mean that's that's fair. So yeah I, I think you are right. Like there is I'm not like, saying he's not I, a I good think, I, I honestly GM. I think like with his with the, the, the fact that he's he has the inability to defend himself is is probably what I have the and most here's problem
2: with. here's the worst part. The worst part is that Jerry Reinsdorf now has a dead scapegoat, which is the worst part because everybody knows how fucking cheap the Reinsdorfs are. Yeah. And now Jerry is in this documentary like, I told Jerry that we should bring fucking Phil Jackson back, so I flew to Montana She's like Bitch shut the fuck up You are the cheapest owner In the NBA And for the last 22 years Finally ponied up For a GM Like this is Rob, Robert this Robert Sarver Is his... the cheapest uh, Owner
1: in the NBA so I'm, just fair, gonna, I'm sorry
2: Fair But like he Yeah that's fair Okay I can't disagree <laughs> yeah. with that I can't disagree Maybe with Maybe second that. place then. I mean i am give him second And look We haven't gotten to this point yet In the documentary Like Phil Jackson Not a peach Not super easy to work with I'm sure like, definitely like to stir the pot a little bit because he, like, thrives in drama. Like, in the Scotty-Michael ja- uh, Michael Jordan fucking bull situation and the Shaq-Kobe situation in New York. Like, he... he Now, granted, he didn't thrive in New York, but, like, he definitely looks for drama. There's definitely a little bit of that. Like, I'm sure it wasn't easy all the time being the general manager for Michael Jordan, but it's just, like, this is a transcendent star. He's the greatest player in the history of the NBA. Like, you run that shit back. You run that shit back. It's, um... It's maddening. Like, I don't think that we could have won eight championships, but it's just like, damn, man. Like, you keep that team. To Could've better, won seven. Like, I
1: maintain if they'd stuck. I agree. They they'd have won again. Yeah.
2: I agree. Probably. I agree. I, here's the other thing I wanted to mention. The best part of this whole like this whole documentary for the Kobe and LeBron stands who are like, uh, especially the LeBron fans who are like, I think LeBron's better than MJ. MJ never lost and was always the best player across the board. There was never any question who the best player in the NBA was. There were a few seasons there during LeBron's career where like, maybe it's Steph. It might be Steph now. It might be KD now, right? And then the last thing I'll say is like, LeBron lost to like Dirk Nowitzki and a random crew of people.
1: Okay, like, okay, okay. I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna fucking stop you right there. Please, please. He lost to Dirk Nowitzki, a Hall of Famer, in Jason Kidd, Tyson who, Chandler, who was 35 his, by the way. T- Tyson, who was still putting up pretty similar numbers to he had put up his entire career. Uh, t- like that team, they had Sean Marion. Who is, was still a world class defender. They had Jason Terry, who was a sixth man of the year. They had. Fucking uh, Tyson Chandler playing out of his goddamn mind. That team was fucking good. Fuck you. This is the shit that I have a problem with, with fucking Jordan people. My God. I don't like LeBron either. But give the guy some fucking credit. LeBron would have destroyed the NBA in the 1990s. I'm yes, not saying LeBron, that. They're, they're, you're right. that there. The, the greatness argument is that the, there was no argument that Jordan was the best player on the floor. And I'm certainly not arguing that LeBron is the best NBA player of all time. What I am arguing is that in today's day and age, it is significantly, significantly harder to be the undisputed best player on the floor because the talent around the league is better at the top level of NBA players. Every team
2: that he beat, every team that Michael beat in the finals has Hall of Famers on them. Like, multiple Hall of Famers on them.
1: Okay, so... Um. Let's see. LeBron beat the Warriors. There will be sure. multiple Hall of Famers from that team. Kay. He beat the Mavericks. Uh, there are two Hall of Famers on that team. Okay. Um. I'm trying to think. Who else? Who else has he beaten in the finals? The Spurs beat the Thunder. The Spurs. <laughs> the Spurs. The Spurs. He beat a team with four Hall of Famers on the two. roster.
2: Two Hall of Famers. Two. Two. Tim Duncan and Manu. Tony Parker. Yeah, Tony Parker make th- T- I get that.
1: Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Right? And uh, you ever heard of this guy named Kawhi Leonard? Oh, shit. I forgot about Kawhi. Oh, okay, shit. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you fucking forgot. So, ooh, LeBron. Dude, LeBron. Like, I hate this fucking thing that Jordan fans do. And, like, I love Michael Jordan. I love him. I love watching this documentary. But, like,. People are so up their ass about how like this is sticking it to LeBron and like proving just how much better. And like I don't I don't see that. Like LeBron would LeBron would if LeBron played in those six NBA Finals with the same teams, he would also be six and zero in those NBA Finals. And there's I do. You will not argue with me that I'm wrong. I, I, I will disagree. Via I don't really.
2: know. You you beat a team with John Stockton and Carl Malone, which if we're like looking apples to apples, is LeBron basically comparable and Carl to the Dallas the Mavericks. Same size.
1: Lebron Lebron is Carl Malone with handles.
2: Sure. What I'm saying is that Carl Malone was at the peak of his powers, just like Dirk was at that point in time, and John Stockton was at the peak of his powers. Who Jason Kidd, by the time, by the time he was on Dallas, was not at the peak of his powers. Yes, they lost but that, to that Dallas team.
1: team had better. That Dallas team had better surrounding talent.
2: I would say and that, that, that was they probably also, were deeper. That was
1: also the first year that Heat team was playing together.
2: They were probably. I, I'm not disagreeing that they were deeper, but like that that Bulls team was not deep. There was like they had a rotation of like seven guys. It was like Kerr, Kukoc, Rodman, Longley, Ron Harper. Harper. Scott oh, so Burrell and that's it,
1: and Scotty, and and Jordan. So did you just, just name nine players? I think you did. So did I? Yeah, I think so. Too,
2: yeah.
1: Right? Say it yeah. again. Oh, okay. Jordan
2: Pippen, Jordan Pip, Luke, Luke. So we got the starting five. Kerr, we got the starting five. Harper we got Kerr. No, because Har- Harper. Yeah, part- Harper's part of the starting five. So we got Kerr, Luke, Coach, and Scotty Burrell coming off the bench.
1: That's eight. Okay, I'm sorry. Eight. So eight guys. Eight. Okay that was close F- Fucking that That Miami Heat team Was playing Eddie House Significant minutes So like
2: wait, is, is that not equivalent To Scotty Burrell When's the last time We heard about Scotty Like Scotty Burrell Was only relevant On that 98 okay, team Okay I'm
1: sorry James J- uh Norris Cole <laughs> <laughs> James 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 Jones Like wait, who I mean I, I got names In this bucket here I just pull them out It's <laughs> fine That's I'm fine. sorry Hold on I want to stop I want to take a step back I'm sorry for getting So heated at you It's I, okay I, This is what we're here I, for This was I, was I was not getting heated At you I was getting heated. This my vitriol was directed at all these people on Twitter that have been coming out of the woodwork <laughs> that I'm seeing left to right, and like it was just starting to piss me off. So I'm sorry it came out. again. I, I love it's you. It's okay. It dis- I did it not, love you too. I, I love you too. I did not too. mean any disrespect towards you. Here's
2: here's the one thing I did want to mention. I because I did not get to watch Michael when he was young, didn't truly appreciate how stupid athletic he was. Mm-hmm. Like watching him in that game against milwaukee where he's fucking he's putting up points on Sidney moncrief who at the time was like all nba defense like defensive player of the year two times over and it's just like putting in work like people he's like i always heard people talk about how he floated and just like watching this footage of him was just like holy fuck like there's no argument to be made that michael couldn't play in today's game and and Exceed in today's game
0: Like there's no oh, There's no sure. fucking way You could have that argument. Because a lot of people Make the argument That he like Didn't shoot threes But what do you think He's not gonna train To make the threes Right Like exactly. he's going to exactly. He's going to put the
1: effort in To be able to shoot threes at, He did good enough. Yeah cause towards
0: the end Of his career He was better at threes Much like, better at three points. That's shooter.
1: That's the one thing That I always maintain That like Dwayne Wade Never did That he should've done I agree I completely, agree with, you. Learn I how to completely shoot agree with
2: you I completely agree with Yes Dwayne Wade Dwayne Wade If Dwayne Wade becomes like A 30 Let's say a thirty-seven percent. I was just gonna say thirty-seven percent. <laughs> oh, wow. He's the second best, second best shooting guard of all time, ahead of Kobe. I maintain that.
0: If he could shoot thirty-five percent three for, or percent in, in his
2: career, I think he's the second best shooting guard of all time. Score more points. Yeah, if he would have just, if he would have added that, I mean, he was a good post player. He was
1: good off the dribble mm-hmm. and early, yeah, early nice. on
2: his career, he was a. And we'll talk about this more as we talk about the season, but like early on his career, he was a like. Like a crazy, crazy good defender. One of the top defenders in the league. Yeah. Like not even close. Yeah. Do
1: Do you remember? Like he was like he like was leading the league in blocks. Yeah. At one point. Yeah, I think this. At is... At one point, he was he was the NBA leader. Like during a seat, like he didn't finish the season as the block leader, but he was like leading the league in block. He had like seven blocks in a game.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unbelievable. Like, he was phenomenal. Um. Anywho. I'm really excited for the rest of this uh documentary. Anything else you want to say? I did want I did want to say
1: one thing. I did want to say one thing about this documentary. And obviously everybody knows or I think I assume most people know, but like it was greenlit uh shortly after um
0: the 2016 they, parade.
1: Yeah, after after the the Cavs came back from the 3-1 deficit and beat the Warriors in the finals. Um, however, there is something that I, I would also like to note is that NBA 2K11 was the first game in years that Michael Jordan allowed himself to be featured in. It was, he was on the cover. There was a specific mode where you played as Jordan and you had to recreate all his historic moments. Like you had oh, to do yeah, the I remember that. against yeah. the Celtics. You had to do the flu game. You had to do, uh. You had to, uh, like, score, like, 61 against the Lakers in 91. Like, all that shit, right? Or 55, maybe it was. I, I don't know. Or I think 55 against the Knicks of the Garden. I digress.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was 55.
1: So, anyway, it's funny. That comes out right after LeBron joins the Heat. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, this comes out right after, you know, this gets greenlit right after LeBron, you know, comes back from a deficit that no one has ever come <laughs> back from in the finals and wins.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Jordan is a petty motherfucker, and Jordan just wants to always remind you, hi, guys, this guy's good, but don't forget. Don't forget. Yeah. It's competitive. <laughs> and it's, it's competitive. Like he's just good about like about reminding like the next crop of America's youth. That, like, I was that dude.
0: Yeah. Every time you think like kids are going to start forgetting about Michael, Michael, make sure something is released so you'll never forget about Michael Jordan. He's <laughs> a genius. He's always better. You're right.
2: Listen, man, he's competitive consistently. I mean, here's competitive. the deal.
1: Like, to be as good as, like, LeBron is and Michael is and, or was. I mean, I, you know, Michael's. I, I, like, do you say was? Because, like, he's obviously not that good anymore. Like, he's not as good as he <laughs> used to be. You know what I mean? Like,
2: I don't know. Did you see that video where Chris Paul was like, yo, if you miss these shots and these kids can't get these sneakers? I mean, he fucking knocked him down. <laughs> yeah, man. So.
1: I mean, look, look, man. Like, uh, like Michael could. Uh, I mean, he could he could play pickup ball against uh, a lot of kids that play D one basketball and, and probably beat them. And mm-hmm. today, in, in, in his current shape,
0: yes. Um,
1: but I'm just saying, like to be as good as those guys are and were, whatever. Like you have to be some degree of sociopath, and Jordan is just the oh, most yeah. sociopathic of all. One hundred percent,
2: and that will become ever present. As the next couple episodes come out. Like, it's going to become way, oh, yeah. way more clear. Yeah,
1: and my thing was, he said, like, uh, like I hope people don't, like, dislike me. Because it's like, motherfucker, we all know you're an asshole. We, are, we, love we you. know you're we an We love asshole. you because you're so good. You're so goddamn good. You can be a dickhead. But because you're so, the greatness is so high, that people will still love you. Even if you're a prick. People still love Tiger Woods, man.
2: Yep. Yeah. Those are different times though. That shit would not work today. Like if everybody, if ever, if like if the news, if like Twitter circulated a story about how Le- LeBron James was berating his, his fucking teammates, they'd be like, "Oh, he's a bad teammate." Yeah, I disagree. Mean, mean dude.
1: I, di- I I disagree.
0: I mean, because he wins. Yeah, I was because to say, he won constantly. Whenever he was around, he people was don't winning. like. They don't
1: like Demarcus Cousins, who's a dickhead but puts up big numbers.
0: That's, yeah,
1: I would also say, too, like, they're... They don't like, like Draymond people, Green, who's a dickhead, like, but not good enough to be the level of dickhead that he is. Yeah. Or Chris
2: Paul. Like, people people bag on Chris Paul because he's a fucking dickhead, but never
0: wins anything. Exactly. If Chris Paul were to win, people wouldn't be upset by the fact that he's a dick. That's fair. Kobe I was I a jackass. And was winning. People loved him. And, that, and during That's the true. Twitter era, it's very... Not everybody. Not everybody, yeah. But it's very well known that he's a dick. Like... Yeah. That's fair. The thing
1: is, though, Kobe was Kobe was such a nice guy off the court, like great he dude, one hundred percent. You know what I mean? Just a prick to his teammates. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: it seems like it seems like that's. I mean, I'm sure we'll find that out more, but it seems like to some extent, Michael
1: was that way too. Yeah. Um. I mean, well, he's donating every single dime of the, the proceeds from this to charity. Yeah. So. That's
2: awesome. That's awesome. Uh. Well, Nikki, shall we?
0: Yes. Shall I? Oh Let's start this. baby, <clears throat>
1: it's time. <laughs> okay. That's the bullseye. <laughs> I can't do it like Nikki could, so I like didn't really even want to. Attempt. It's yeah, all right. Yeah,
0: you tried though. Um, all right, here we go. A draft bust occurs either when a highly touted or selected player does not meet expectations or if more successful players are drafted after. June Merriam
1: Webster over here.
0: June 26, 2003. While Pixar had the world finding Nemo, 5 NBA teams had their hopes of finding their new star. Congrats to four of you. The 2003... (laughs) The 2003 NBA draft is known as one of the greatest drafts in history. Nine different players appeared in All-Star games, 27 different players played at least 10 seasons, and four different draftees have more All-Star appearances alone than the 2000 draft class had combined. There was only three... All star appearances from the two thousand draft class, four different players in the two thousand three have more than that. Wild stuff. So the first five picks of two thousand three NBA draft were LeBron James, Darko Milicic, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosch, and Dwayne Wade. Other notable picks were six round or sixth pick, Chris Kamen, seventh, Kirk Heinrich, eighth, TJ Ford, twelfth, Nick Collison, fourteenth, Luke Rignower Luke eighteenth, David West, twenty first, oh, Boris Dio. 23rd, Travis Outlaw. 27th, Kendrick Perkins. 32nd, Luke Walton. 42nd, Zaza Pachulia. 45th. Did you skip Josh Howard? I think I did. I forgot to write He's him in. 29th. Yeah. 29th, yes, Josh Howard. Zaza Pachulia, 42nd. 45th, Matt Bonner. 47th, Mo Williams. And 51st, Kyle Korver. Um, <laughs> Matt who arguably, Bonner's
1: name sounds like Boner.
0: <laughs> uh, all players arguably had better se- uh, careers than Darko Milicic. <laughs> Sadly, well, all a- drafted afterwards as well. July sixteenth, two thousand three. Now that the shittier teams had their stars of the future, it was time for better teams to get stars of the past and present. Starting with the Lakers signing forty-year-old Carl Malone and thirty-five-year-old Gary Payton, as well as the Nets signing Alonzo Mourning, who was thirty-three at the time. July twenty-third, two thousand three. A fourteen trade lands Latrell Fontaine, Sprewell on the Timberwolves <laughs> to join Kevin Garnett. July twenty fourth, the very next day, the Spurs the Spurs signed Big Shot Bob and a three team deal that landed Brad Miller to the Kings, Scott Pollard and Danny Ferry to the Pacers, and Ron Mercer and Heater Tirgalu to the Spurs. The Spurs had a very busy day that on July twenty fourth, August sixth saw uh, Udonis Haslam starts his NBA career when the Miami Heat sign him to what will eventually be seventeen seasons of service. Uh, August sec- uh, 7th former Bulls Steve Kerr retires after 15 seasons in the league and August 8th after the greatest Bull Michael Jordan retired for th- the season prior Washington signed its new star Gilbert Arenas and then the season started Ooh. with one big trade uh,
1: left uh, I was going to say something that I, I forgot <laughs> what it was Um, oh fucking Hito Turgle man forgot he played for the Spurs yep it, yeah, it? They're like for as like a blip that's for like very,
0: very that's small, a pretty big, like very small big day. The Spurs pick up, they sign uh Robert Ory, and then that big old deal they put, you know, gets Brad Miller over to the Kings, which is always fun. Shouts to Brad Miller, man. Trey Kirby look alike. I love Brad Miller. <laughs> I used to play uh, anytime I play 2K or anytime like NBA Live at the time when we were younger, whatever team Brad Miller was on, I would pick him. All the time I would I, I, Jay and I would play This final score would be like 80 to 73 And Brad Miller had 72 of my points and I was just like <laughs> I don't know do shit The only other point is Mike
1: Bibby With a free throw
0: That was oh, it Oh
1: man I um Yeah I used to score a lot Like with like random dudes Like one time I scored like 77 In a game with Terrence Williams <gasps> With NBA 2K <laughs> Or like this just kind of, he was kind of wet. Go off. Like he, really he was a he was a good player. He would have been a great NBA player if he could have had it. Like kept his shit together. That guy was a fucking moron. He used to tweet at me a lot though, so that was nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, back at the, the the thing at hand here, um, I, I I guess like I hadn't realized that Karl Malone was forty years old when he went to the Lakers. I knew he was old, like by you know NBA standards, but I didn't realize he was forty. Dude, motherfucker, at forty years old, put up thirteen and nine. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And four yeah. dimes.
2: And only because he was playing on that team. Had he still played in Utah, that dude's easily putting up 20 and 10. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think he had so. to play with Shaq yeah.
1: and Kobe. Yep.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. He had his um, career
1: low usage rate. Now, I do want to say this. He did only play 42 games.
2: Which we'll definitely get into here in a second. Um, Before we get into the Lakers, I wanted to start the 2003 season talking about the draft, which Nikki went through in a lot of detail. And one of the things that you mentioned, Nikki, was that this is arguably one of the greatest drafts of all time. To which my question to you guys is: Is this the greatest draft of all time?
0: I think so. I believe it is. I I truly.
1: It certainly make your case. It's certainly the most fashion forward draft of all time.
2: I'm sorry, but did you see Trey Young wearing shorts and a tuxedo? Yeah, I rest my case. Or
0: how about when uh, I forgot he did that? I I I hate him again. When uh, Knox, (laughs) Kevin Knox, he has the Fortnite lining in the inside of his jacket because now it's a meme. When he opens, he shows the Fortnite. People are like, we should have seen this as a sign because Kevin Knox (laughs) isn't doing too well either. But (laughs) ooh, that white, that all white suit that LeBron wore.
1: All it is white,
0: everything, and too big. Something, too well,
2: big. quite quite large, quite large, a lot of large suits. Yeah. Um, make a stronger case for why this is the greatest draft in NBA history.
1: Well, I'll give you this. First of all, the first fourteen picks, every single one of them, um, was a contributing NBA player, save, I guess, Michael Sweetney.
2: Yeah, who also like was contributing, but then had a, a slew of injuries that hurt his career. But like early on in his career, was like, oh, this is like a cool like Zach Randolph esque type of big man that the Knicks just got, which is dope. Well, he, I, didn't he? Wasn't, I loved it, him Wasn't it the Stone.
1: wasn't it the weight problem? It like, was a variety could, of things. It was a. variety yeah, it was like, a variety. I remember of he definitely like, had a weight problem. No, yeah. He
2: suffered from depression. Like, yeah, he, he wrote an article on the Players Tribune about how like. He, like, oh no no, no. In, like, yeah I, I read this thing
1: I was just saying like that like a big thing for him was was weight but like I mean every single one, like even Darko like I say what I you mean, mean he about played Darko, ten but, seasons like, Darko played ten seasons in the league and I like, will he was a serviceable NBA player he was not
2: good yeah but he was a yeah.
1: serviceable he, NBA player
2: he had a couple glimpses where you're like
0: oh mm, yeah oh okay. I will say All this right. real quick this every time I I like. Every time people talk about the 2003 draft, I do have a tendency to really make fun of Darko Milicic being like the second overall pick and how ridiculous it is compared to the other picks. But like, I think the reason it sticks with me so much is because the 2003 draft is the first draft that I really like paid attention to, like ahead of time yeah. too. I actually like looked at like scouting reports and shit and all the players, and like I watched March Madness and I remember the runs that uh, Dwayne Wade and Melo had and all that shit. And I was watching everything. And I was just like. When they were, like, announcing everything and the second overall pick was Darko Milicic, I was like, what, who? Because I had never heard of him because I didn't look into international players. And they were like, big man. And I was just like, I know who this guy is. He's going to suck. And everyone's like, no, oh, he's, oh, he's going to have such a great career. And I felt so good all because of a guy I would never heard of, actually. I was correct on my prediction. And it's always stuck in my head that when Darko Milicic was – fucking announced, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And why is Carmelo Anthony not a fucking piston?
1: It was thirty thirty four of the sixty players drafted in this draft were at worst serviceable role players who carved out decent careers for themselves in the league.
2: Sure. Yeah. Thirty four. I overall, across the draft, I still I still think the ninety six draft is just that, slightly better.
1: They're forever linked. I mean, it's one of the two. Yeah, like
2: and and eighty four. Let us not forget eighty four because you get Hakeem. Eighty four has a case because you have three guys in that draft who are top five in their position all time, which sure, like, but s- that, makes that, that a strong still case. to me
1: doesn't. That doesn't give me. You need more. You got. There's got to be depth. Like if the if if we broke the actually team, four. If we, I forgot if about
2: we, uh, I forgot about John Stockton. Oh, that's right. Wait, who's
1: Hakeem, Jordan, Stockton? Hakeem, oh,
2: Jordan, Stockton, Barkley.
1: Barkley. Yeah, Charles Barkley. I, for yep. some reason, I always think he went a year later. I know he didn't, but. You'll, you I also have, do that. like,
2: Sam Perkins, who was a, a very, very serviceable six man for a very, very long time. Kevin Willis, who basically played till he was 42 as, like, a starting slash backup big. Um, I just think games. I think
1: if you take this team, if you take the two thousand three team and you divide them up into multiple teams, and you do the same with the ninety six draft, the two thousand three team probably wins ninety percent of those games.
2: The the I mean, like I was just listening, listening to a podcast in preparation for this on the two thousand three draft, and like it's incredibly deep, and like like the the P, the like the the per across this draft is the highest of any draft by far. It's not even close. Um, it's um, yeah, I mean this this draft overall has. The, the most depths, like more so than than the '96 draft, you have more All Star selections in this draft than any of the other drafts. Like more All NBA. Like there's there's a lot in this. Yeah. In in this, I think overall, like the winning percentage for the '96 draft might be a little bit higher, um, just across the players and and their their. And like even like playoff minutes, I think it's higher in the '96 draft. So like you're talking about like deeper playoff success for for the guys in that draft. Like I mean, you're, and you're talking about like multiple multiple MVPs, like Allen Iverson, uh, fucking Kobe. Uh, you got Steve Nash with two. Um, like there's there's a lot here, and this this draft goes pretty deep. It's um it's damn close to say yeah. the least. For it's sure. one my, of those. Sure. My
1: my favorite statistic about the 2003 draft class and rookie class is that uh, Carmelo Anthony has a rookie one uh rookie of the month every single month of the NBA season but lost rookie of the year to this guy named LeBron who was <laughs> oh yeah that's right the eastern conference rookie of the month every single month <laughs> like is that not insane It like, is. you like like really when is the last time that like like that would like when when's the next time that'll ever happen
0: i know
2: i i look i look back on and this will be kind of the conversation from from here on out, really, about this draft is like I look back on Carmelo's career yearning for so much more, yeah, because at the time at the time when he got drafted, and like I was just i watched um I watched a uh, LeBron James game against Oak Hill that was on ESPN that year. Mm um oh i, I remember it was one. so so many of his games were televised and it was like this kid is the next coming of jordan but then like mellow had arguably the greatest freshman season of anyone in college basketball history and then comes into that draft as a guy who some thought could fu- could be the number one overall pick in that draft and like if you look at his career in a bubble you think this guy's a hall of famer no question like not even close like has long been a 20 plus point per game scorer. Led his team to the playoffs on multiple occasions, including his rookie season, like made it to the Western Conference Finals, all NBA, multiple times, like all star. He's got an MVP, he's got a a, a Hall of Fame resume, but it's just like after that rookie season and what he was capable of doing of taking that Denver team that was just trash and taking them to the playoffs and leading them in everything, basically, you just thought it was going to be so much better, man.
1: And it just, he just, like, just never came to fruition. And it's crazy to think that now his career is over. Carmelo Anthony, well, it's not over. He's still playing, man. It's over, over though. Like it's you over. think he's not going to be on an NBA roster next year? If you believe that, I got a fucking bridge in Brooklyn to that's, sell you, brother.
2: That's not that's <laughs> not the point I'm trying to make. The point is like LeBron and LeBron is still very much like relevant. And even last year, like Dwayne Wade was still to some extent relevant. And Carmelo hasn't been relevant in, like the last three seasons.
1: Fair enough. I will say this: uh, if Carmelo would have like. I think the problem that happened is Carmelo's super status blew up, and then like he could kind of control his own destiny, and like I agree, refused. like because Jim Beheim has uh, always said he's one of the hardest working players he ever coached. Yeah, and like at some point, like that sort of mentality got lost along the way, and yeah. it was in the rise of superstardom, which I mean happens. Like I get it. Like if you're the best, like uh, like Carmelo Anthony, there were very few times where Carmelo Anthony stepped on a basketball court and was not the best player on the floor. Yeah. And those yeah. times were generally when he stepped on the floor against guys like LeBron or Kobe or Dwayne Wade, perhaps. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. And I, I don't even know that I would say Dwayne Wade was better than Carmelo. Something as a, as a, from a pure basketball oh, perspective.
2: Oh, I disagree from with that. From a pure though.
1: basketball perspective? No, I think uh, yeah, he did Wade's it. On, he
2: did it. Yeah, he did it on both sides of the court for a really long yeah. time. Carmelo like, was a, a really good defender when he was
1: engaged. He was, he was never a good, de- good defender. He yeah, a good when he def- was engaged. He was never engaged. a good engaged. defender. He was a good defender his first Thank couple you. seasons in the league. Yeah. I was yes, actually was. literally Oh my god, yes he was. He was a good defender his first couple seasons in the league. He I think like the first
0: two or three. And then he realized nope. that he could score a bunch and people wouldn't give a shit if you played defense, so he stopped playing defense.
2: Nobody nobody who actually likes basketball thinks that Carmelo had a better career than Dwayne Wade. It's just I not. didn't
1: say they had a better career. I said he was overall a better basketball player. The problem is is that dis- he'd never like you're 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 missing the point of my argument here, man. Like, I'm saying that he, he is, if Carmelo played with as much intensity, Carmelo had more ability and talent than Dwayne Wade did. Sure. Yes. That's what I'm saying. When I'll give Carmelo you Carmelo Anthony is on the floor with Dwayne, like, I, like the, Carmelo was a better basketball player. He did not play to what his potential was like Dwayne Wade did. That's the difference. That's what. But I'm I'm not saying that Dwayne Wade had a worse career. Dwayne Wade had a far better career than Carmel, to, to yeah. continue
2: to play devil's advocate, though. Like, if he was a more talented player than Dwayne Wade, it was ever so slightly. Like, yeah, I didn't say so I
1: didn't slightly. say that it was. It was. I'm just. I'm saying that generally, when he stepped on the court, he was the most bad, talented basketball player. And I said Dwayne Wade, and I said you could make the argument that he was perhaps a more talented player than Dwayne Wade. Yeah, like, fair. I'm not <laughs> saying that's like 100% without question that that he is but yeah yeah i was going gotcha. to actually okay.
0: just bring up Dwayne Wade because he had brought the heat who were the fourth worst team in the league the season prior this season they the heat were fourth in the eastern conference and like that's a fucking jump
2: dude him and karam butler together with Lamar Odom like just that team was so fun and like rookie just this whole class man like you see guys just like make an immediate impact on these teams like I watched LeBron's Rookie like debut against the Kings, and it's just like from the moment like from the moment the game jumps off, you're like, oh, this is a different level of of rookie than you've seen in the past, and he's coming in here and making. And granted, he made a lot of errant passes and like made some stupid turnovers,
0: like as a rookie will do.
2: All of them do like him, Melo, Dwayne Wade, like even Chris Bosh, who was like kind of playing second fiddle in Toronto, like all these guys, like even down to like fucking. uh uh, kirk heinrich was making an impact on the bulls Mm -hmm. and like you've got all these other guys who are like just making a huge impact right off the bat and it's just next level just next level of rookie especially dwayne i thought at that time like at that time i was like oh my god dwayne wade might actually be the best player in this draft now granted it it didn't come down to it that way but like early on you're like holy i mean within three seasons he won his first championship yeah it's
0: insane yeah he went off like right off like again, like I said, right off the bat. He I, that's what I was telling to bring he up. Gave he gave me I wanna see what his fucking he had a very good rookie season, obviously. Dwayne
2: early early Dwayne Wade gave me like real MJ vibes. Like played the same position, was incredibly physical, was a, a hound on the defensive end, made his team substantially better, and then wins a championship three years in. Like you're thinking to yourself, like at least myself, and I don't know that I'm the only one that was on this on this boat was like we might be seeing the next Jordan. and His name is not LeBron James. Like his name is Dwayne Wade. This motherfucker's real. Yeah, I mean, and then it just kind of derailed. his rookie
0: season. It was sixteen four and four with one point four steals and point six blocks. Like he was shooting what forty seven percent from the field. Like only thirty percent from three. But oops, he was only, he was barely shooting one per game. But like, yeah, he's very good player. Also very good at the mid range. Very much like Jordan. Yeah. So like. Yeah. Very similar. I understand, games, which, I understand you know, that I, he grew
2: up here, so. Yeah,
0: uh, it makes a lot of sense that he would want to
1: be like Mike. If
2: I could be like Mike. <laughs> what else do you guys remember about the LeBron hysteria?
1: I mean, I remember downloading fucking clips of him playing at St. Vincent St. Mary on yeah. my fucking computer. It was, it was, it was, cra- it was like I remember, I remember getting, I remember specifically getting a subscription to Slam Magazine.
0: Yep. So you can get that picture of him going. ooh! Like as he so goes, just like, holds the so ball. So I could
1: just read shit about LeBron, Ooh. dude. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember fucking being a uh, like little white kid from the middle of nowhere wearing a headband because LeBron wore one. <laughs> I remember. Wh- I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. For, like for I the mean, listeners, was, in
2: case you're wondering, he still wears that
0: headband.
1: <laughs> I don't. I, uh, I don't wear a <laughs> headband. Not when I play ball. I
0: remember when uh, I first watched him on ESPN play in high school, and he had like he had a tattoo, so they had to have him cover it. I was like, ooh, I want one of those. Were those things for like shooting or something, for your like your shoulders or something? And they're like, no, that's good to cover up tattoos. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get a tattoo, although I don't want a tattoo, and then I'm going to get covers for it. Because that's how much I wanted to be like LeBron James. Although, I mean, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, although, once I realized like, very quickly, like, oh, he might... He might actually be as good as Jordan. I was like, "Fuck LeBron James, fuck you, LeBron." I hate you, <laughs> but no, my, I, I appreciate him a lot now.
1: My original, my my, uh, when I was in seventh grade, I had to make a Yahoo email address to play fantasy football <laughs> with my friends because it was like you know, like when fantasy football was starting to get digitized and you could draft online. My original Yahoo email address was Lebron underscore Cavaliers underscore twenty three at <laughs> Yahoo dot com. Wow. So you want to talk about how big LeBron hysteria was? Oh I mean, God. it was it was insane though. It you was know? Yeah. Like, it really was. It was nuts, and it was so much fun. And it was it was so much fun too because it was like at, at this like it was like sort of like in this early time of the internet. Where it was like, you know, your buddies would be like, dude, look at this thing that I downloaded on like fucking Kazaa,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> and,
1: you know, you'd be like, you'd be like, dude, look at this grainy ass clip of LeBron, you know, fucking putting up forty in a high school game, and it was <laughs> that
0: just, someone filmed was with a so, flip phone.
1: <laughs> he was just so cool, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, he really was, and he was Jordan for. Kind of for us. Yeah, I you know also I feel mean? like
0: for sure. he showed up at the exact, like, the perfect time where technology was starting to boom, but it wasn't how it is. Because, like, now I know so many of these damn basketball players when they're, like, 12. So when it starts right. getting closer to them actually being in the NBA and they're like, for sure, Ooh, this guy's right. finally coming through. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I've watched so much tape of him at this point. I don't even have any fucking confidence in him like you're yeah. just like whatever but back then you were just like you only had these little clips of him doing these awesome fucking moves, dunks, blocks, like oh, who look at that behind the back pass, like he's a, he's so big but he can move so agile. Like it was crazy. And I think he had that perfect thing. And I think that's why like only until Zion started showing up, like every time there was like hysteria and like, "Oh, is this going to be the next whatever?" Everyone was like, "Shut up, he's not going to be that." Because it was like fine, like this was like the perfect Storm of like technology growing and his star like stock rising at the perfect moment to create this mass hysteria about like LeBron. Yeah, LeBron
1: was so perfect too because he came at a time where like the NBA's ratings were not great, yeah, they were boring. He was like the product on the floor was bad, as we've talked yeah. about, like the, the game was not super entertaining. I mean, he was um, called
0: the chosen one, like, there y'all remember that there's a picture of him on Slam Magazine where it says the chosen one. And he hadn't even played a fucking summer league game yet.
1: He, y'all remember his first game was against the Kings and the, the, the commercial leading up to his debut, uh, it's like a Gatorade or Nike commercial, I can't oh, remember. Yeah. And they like pass him the ball and they're like, LeBron with the ball for the first time. And he like freezes up. Yeah. And it just all goes silent and like the camera's on him and everybody's like, What the fuck is going on? Oh, and it's yeah. like for like silent for like yeah. five or ten seconds and all of a sudden he just smiles. He goes, Nah, I'm just kidding. And he starts dribbling. Yeah. So good, man. So I always remember really that is. commercial. It's, yeah. That's, That's an a great great commercial. Commercial. that has stuck with me for my like entire life. Since I saw that, that is so stuck good. with me.
2: It's so, so good. good. Um, well, listen. I'm sure we could talk about this draft forever, but we got some other shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. So let's transition the conversation to the very Lakers that Nikki talked about. Yo, hold up! His... Shouts
1: to my boy uh, Luke Ridnour, just real quick. We're well, talking about sure. 2003, and, uh, Oregon. <laughs> sure, Luke Ridnour, NBA Live 2006. I used to score like 40 points a game. <laughs> yep, he was a 76 overall. He was tight. He played for the Sonics. It was dope. Way, to, anyway. way to go, Luke!
2: You crushed go it. Ahead, um, so let's talk about the Lakers because. I I don't know that we'll ever see. Talk, I don't want to talk about the Lakers. I don't know that we'll ever see a team that's constructed in the way that this 2004 Lakers team or 2003, 2004 I said Lakers I don't team. Want to t- I, said, I said I don't want to talk
1: about We got to do it's it. It's on the rundown. It's on the rundown. We have to. We got to do it, man. It's on the it's, we oh, Are we beholden to the rundown? We're beholden. Yeah, yes.
2: We're going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Are. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. we are. Okay, yeah, we are. To sports. Um, I don't know that we'll ever see a team constructed in the way that this team was constructed. I mean, you're talking about. Four guys who are top fifty players all time playing together. And I mean, just you could make an argument that like Carl Malone is still very much productive. I and mean, we already kind of mentioned that earlier when Tad ran down his He, he did only
1: play half the season.
2: Also true. Also mm-hmm. true. He played he went this was his forty year his his age forty season. But um this team that came in as like the front runners placed second in the Western Conference to the Minnesota Timberwolves, who, like, this was the greatest team that Kevin Garnett ever played on in Minnesota with him and Latrell mm-hmm. Spiegel and Sam Cassell and fucking Trenton Hassel and fucking a bunch of weird
0: dudes. But, oh, man, um, Trenton
1: Hassel. Talk about a name that <laughs> I have not thought of in a Trenton long Hassel, dude. It's time. A man, <laughs> what a name to just pull. Wow. They
0: also had Fred Hoiberg wow. at this point. Is it, they yeah, got, yeah they that's right. They his did his have Hoiberg. Up. You're right. Yeah. You're Wally oh, Zerbiak was on Fred this Hoiberg. team.
2: Wally was on that team. Yeah. Michael Olokondi.
1: Michael, all of the candy. Oh, that's right. He did play for
2: them at that point. Man, that Clippers team just blew up. But uh, what do you guys remember about this when this happened, when they announced that they signed Carl Malone and Gary Payton to the Lakers?
1: I I think like – so I was like obviously pretty young. I was in like seventh grade at this time as I mentioned. And like I think like, you know, to me – I was still young enough that it was like, oh, like Karl Malone's old, but like not realizing like how old, you know, like not realizing Karl Malone's a 40-year-old man playing. Yeah. You know, NBA basketball, but I remember them getting those guys and being like, "Well, fuck, Lakers are winning another title."
0: I remember um, being upset cuz I was like, "God damn it, now we already know who's going to win this year." I was like, "This yeah. is like I I remember that was like the first time where I was like, "It's going to be boring cuz I know who's going to win at the end of it." And then, you know, Carl Malone didn't play all. They the didn't. Games. They didn't. Yeah. They. They
2: definitely. It didn't. was. It was a weird team. Like I read. I read Phil Jackson's book a couple years ago, and he talked about this team, and it was just like Gary Payton didn't really get along with everybody, and like Carl Malone was hurt most of the season. I'm shocked. Com- coming into I am the season. Shocked that
0: Gary <laughs> Gary Payton didn't get along with people. I mean, look, Gary was an
2: agitator, man. He was an agitator. Kobe was an agitator. He got too many agitators it was Chris on the team. Paul. He was yeah. Chris like Paul. and. And so was Shaq. Shaq was, Shaq was also an agitator, but what was interesting is like, you know, coming into the season, Shaq just came out talking about this the other day after the Michael Jordan documentary was just like in 2004 Lakers ownership and management came to me and said, if we don't win a championship this year, we're trading you. Uh, And that was pretty much like the tone of that season where Shaq and Kobe, their relationship was at its all time low. Kobe was dealing with the rape case in Denver, the, the entirety of the season. Um, and this team oh, was just, like, that. on that paper, made so much sense and just, like, never came together. Like, a lot of egos, Carl Malone and Shaq having health issues, Shaq basically being one foot out the door because they pretty, pretty much told him, like, this is our last chance and if not, we're shipping you away. And it's just, like, the weirdest Laker season in recent memory in a long time. And, like, I, like Tad, and really, like, everybody else is just like, well, Sign the check. They're playing. They're winning the championship again this year. And, like, listen, as NBA fans, we've done that so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, for the Lakers, when they signed Dwight Howard and brought over Steve Nash, we're like, well, championship, that didn't happen. Didn't when happen. the Spurs, after winning the championship, signed LaMarcus Aldridge, you're like, oh, they're going to win a championship again. Yep. And that shit didn't happen. So it's like there's all these situations where that happens. But this is one of those teams, and we'll talk a little bit more about the teams they lost to, but, like, this is one of those teams where you're just like, how didn't it work? Like, the, the West was – one of the weaker Western Conference, like top one to
0: eight yeah. that it's
2: ever been. And and yet they couldn't close it.
0: Well, yeah, because like the eighth seed was the Nuggets. Um, yeah, there wasn't that. I mean, I don't know. They had the Rockets. I mean, and they Spurs. beat Minnesota
2: in the Western Conference finals. Yep. The Spurs had a down year that year. Yeah,
0: it was a done year. Yeah. Um, we had some technical
2: difficulties yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah i was like i it. was
1: like wait guys i didn't want you yeah. to stop recording too i unplugged my microphone because i'm an asshole and got up and we stood had some technical difficulties
2: the point that i was making was like the west was down that year and yet the lakers still came out on top in the west but like couldn't close it out and it was just because of this weird hodgepodge of a team and just like a weird fit overall like and they weren't a bad team like I mean, obviously, you've got Derek Fisher now coming off the bench. Like, you still got guys like Devin George and the starting five that was, but like, you're also getting meaningful minutes from like guys like Slava Mevidenko. Like, it was a really weird team. Um, And yeah, just like obviously, Carl Malone being hurt most of the season definitely hurt them, but um, yeah, what a weird season. What a weird season. Yeah, I mean, like, like here's the
1: thing Um, you had Shaq, who was clearly disinterested at this point, and you you had. No, I can't blame you him. You had Kobe you had Kobe who was flying back and forth from Colorado because of the rape case. And you had Shaq who was like just refusing to give all his effort. And so then you had Kobe shooting them out of the series and you had Gary Payton and Carl Malone being like, Man, fuck this. Like, yeah. I, like we're too old for this shit. Yeah. So it was just like a it was a perfect storm. Like by the end of the season it had just culminated into like what was ultimately just this like um guys awful here's our
0: uh, stats for the final the 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 NBA finals like for their per game stats Shaq averaged 26 and 10 Kobe averaged 22 uh and 4 assists also 1.8 steals Kobe? what was
1: what was Kobe shooting percentage? his shooting yeah, percentage
0: was, was 38% Shaq's th- 63 like but here's here's also a wild ass thing the third leading scorer for the Lakers in that final season or series was Derek Fisher, averaging 6.4 points per game. Wow. wow. Not a single person scored outside of fucking uh, Kobe and Shaq the entire series. How, Meanwhile. How many,
1: shots, how many shots was Kobe taking a game? Kobe and was. It should show you. It should say, show you field goal attempts.
0: Uh, hold on. Field goal attempts. Oh, it doesn't say attempts on this one. I'll have to look at a different thing. I'll look at it in one sec, but I just want to show you guys real quick. the For the freaking... How many players? Five different players were in double digits for the for the uh, Pistons. Obviously, they're starting five. Rip Richard Hamilton, 21.4. Chauncey at 21. Rashid was averaging 13. Ben Wallace was 10.8. And Tayshaun Prince was 10.0. Like... So much more. Yeah, I mean, at work
1: like that team. That team was just so very, very good. Yeah, like they were that that bad. Like the the it was like the bad boys like revival, right? Cause mm-hmm. They were hard nosed. They played tough defense. They didn't have like a real true like star player. Um, gosh, man, like it's just funny to think about too. Like Derek Fisher was the second leading scorer on on those teams. And like, frankly, like Shaq during that series could have scored forty a night. Oh, but for sure. The way that they, the way that they like played through it, uh, like the way that they they approached it uh, was uh, was was not great. And Kobe no. just, I mean, like like Jay said, like they were the the relationship between Kobe and uh, Shaq was just. Such, isn't it also funny that like Shaq and Kobe, like we call them by their like. Just like their one word name, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but like Shaq, Shaq and Kobe were like their relationship was at its lowest point, and so it was, uh, you know, Kobe trying to be like, "I can win without you, I don't need you," and it- Shaq being like, "I don't give a fuck, get me the fuck out of here." So yeah, just not great,
0: not great also, at all. Uh, shouts to
1: shouts to Jay for just leaving us right now without he dipped on us, man. Know, saying anything. Just, just walked away,
0: maybe to go take a piss or something. I don't know. But he just dipped on us. I'm trying to find the freaking...
1: He told me he told me he was going out to get cigarettes.
0: So... Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm sure he'll be back real soon. Just like right on the dot. It'll be easy. I'm trying to see if I can look like maybe per games how it is. But it total, it doesn't show like, you know, his average per games or anything for shooting wise. But total, Kobe Bryant took uh, 113 field goals in this finals.
1: Did that go? It was of going 100- five games, right?
0: Five games, 113 field goal attempts.
1: So next he close was averaging, He was uh he was averaging twenty three shots a game. Woo! Damn, it's bad. Twenty three shots real bad. a game, and he uh Jay, we called you out for being gone. By mm-hmm. the way, welcome yeah, back. Welcome back, um, <laughs> fuckers. What were we, wait? What were we just saying?
0: Uh, so he shot uh, twenty two shots per game, Kobe
1: right what were you saying just before that there was something else and I just lost my I completely lost my train of thought mm, so have I because yeah. the last what did, thing what did you say what I, did you say I had talked I
0: had been talking about how five different players were scoring in double digits uh and how oh I remember
1: oh, didn't perfect. one of the games during that series didn't the Lakers score like 68 points
0: yes in uh game three they lost 88 to 68. Richard Hamilton scored that 31. Man,
1: That for whatever reason, I want to say something. I did not look that up. That 68 points has stuck with me because there was at the end of that game, Kobe was sitting on the bench and he had his hands like this. He's like sitting with his hand, like his face in his hands like this, and he just looked exhausted. Yeah, and he he like the, and I just remember this. I thought the final score was 84 to 68. To tell you the truth, I didn't realize it was 88 to 68. But that 68 number. Like has just stuck with me for whatever reason. Like I have remembered that forever.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kobe played forty four minutes, went four for thirteen from the field, was a minus twenty, had four turnovers. Not a great game for him. I, I, I will say it's
2: like to Tad's point though, like about like Kobe being exhausted. I can't even imagine what he was going through and like it was his own doing so like he only has himself to blame but like i can't even imagine what it's like to like fly cross-country Well, not cross-country but i guess if they're playing in detroit but like fly to denver fly to la fly to denver fly to detroit fly to denver fly to la fly to denver fly to detroit like i can't even imagine what it's like to play a basketball game having after having to be in court to, to deal with what he was dealing yeah. with at the time like it's it's a it's a lot you know it's, it's wild. definitely a lot uh
0: after that ass whooping in game three game four shaq comes out for 36 and 20 and they still lose 88 to 80. and then the game after that Kobe Bryant was the leadi- leader in scorer for game five 24 points uh but Ben Wallace was a leader in rebound 22 rebounds and the final score was hundred to eighty seven. like uh, these games don't even look like they weren't even that close and from what I remember from watching them They never seemed that close either. Like I mean, they really so
2: they really weren't. And I guess this is kind of a good segue into this Pistons team, Mm -hmm. because like this Pistons team, I um they're often remembered as like the last NBA champion to not have a certifiable superstar on the team, which is absolutely true. Like the 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 highest profile player on that team at the time I, I would call it like a tie between Ben Wallace and Chauncey Billups, yeah. like just affecting different aspects of the game. But like in terms of like star potential, those were kind of the two leading guys on that team. And then like secondary was like Rashid and rip and, 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 and Tayshaun. But, um, watching some of the games from the finals, like they were just, they were such, machine. they were such a complete team. And so sound, both defensively and offensively. Like, it was just, it's, I remember back then thinking like, these guys are really fun, but also I'm kind of bored. And now watching it, like, same, same way we talked about the Spurs last week. Like, watching these Pistons teams, I was watching game one the other day, and then I watched game four, and I was just like, just, it's it's perfect basketball. Like, in every way, the team was so sound defensively, you know, with guys like Tayshawn and Ben Wallace, and like, even Rashid at points, mm-hmm. Chauncey I at mean, points. Chauncey
1: Billups was a great defender. Rip Hamilton was a good defender. Like, yeah, they played such good team defense.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, it was honestly, just, and they everything.
1: Zigged. They 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 like they zigged while everybody else zagged. Like they, they and it worked perfectly. Played like a completely different style of basketball than what the entire league was playing. And it it didn't
0: it get four or four out of the five uh, starters as all stars. Like they all played at the exact same La- later, oh, later. Oh, maybe later. it was. I think, the next I think season, it was. Actually.
2: I think it was the next season when that happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, this was still pretty early in in Oh, Uh, or no, I don't even think Tayshawn was a was an All Star. No, I don't think. I think it was just the four uh, like ripping them. But um, yeah, I think it was the, four, like, yeah. but, um, yeah, it was the following four, year because like this, team made, five, or, yeah, I mean, this team made five NBA. Yeah, this team made. Five Eastern Conference Finals in a row. Yeah. Like this core group of guys, five Eastern Conference Finals in a row, back-to-back finals, multiple defensive players of the year from Ben Wallace. Like what? I think he finished with four during that time period. I think he won
0: I think he won defensive player of the year four times during that period. Uh, Let's see, Ben Wallace.
1: I'm looking right now.
0: Yeah, I, I got it pulled up here. He's a six-time all defense, four-time defensive player of the year. It's incredible. Yeah. It's I mean. They
2: did the redraft of his draft and they're like, if they draft this over again, he goes number two. Yeah. He like only he was that valuable.
1: He, he won Defensive Player of the Year 2002, 2003, 2005, 2006. Didn't win in 04. Ooh. Damn it. Was he injured? Or who would win in 04? How's uh, oh, this bullshit? NBA, let's, let's have a look. NBA Defensive Player, player of, the of the Year. year. But yeah, Ben Wallace uh, is NBA, a fucking. Oh, player. it went to Rod Artest.
0: Oh, that's okay. Right. Yeah, Indiana,
1: and then Indiana. a season later, they were trying to beat the shit out of yeah, each they, other. Yeah,
0: they fist yeah. Yeah, there was a big
2: fist fight. <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. Um no, or two no, weeks, two weeks from now. Yeah. Um, but in any case, yeah, like this Pistons team was so fun, and it, like from a timing perspective, the worst team that that Lakers team could have played. Yeah, like by far, had they had they played against eh, Indiana would have been, been, been a Pacers. tough matchup yeah, for yeah, them it too been hard. though. That would have been a tough matchup for the was, too.
1: And I remember too, it being like, it was like glitz and glam Hollywood versus like this blue collar right. uh, Pistons team from Detroit. Yes. And it's so funny because like the players and the, like it fit the whole thing. It fit it so perfectly. It was great. Yeah, it, it, was it really perfect.
2: did. Just very gritty. And like even, dude, watching the game the other day, like it was obvious that Ben Wallace was smaller. One, undersized for the position, but two, like substantially smaller than Shaq obviously but you're watching the game and it's just like holy shit like at that point in time being in eighth grade like i didn't really realize how crazy it was that ben wallace was doing the work that he was doing on Shaq. like Shaq got his points but ben wallace did not make it easy yeah. and was like and like him and Rashid Wallace were giving Shaq a problem and giving Kobe a major 40, problem.
1: I, Shaq could have scored 40 points. I ago think, he I'm I'm think he could have. I'm going to disagree with you. I think he could have scored 40 points. Oh, man. I think, I, don't I, I mean, think... don't get me wrong. He was working for his buckets, but, like, he didn't. Right. I also think Shaq, like, had didn't seem, like, was a little disinterested. I was just telling yeah, Nick before you came back that Kobe was trying to prove that he could win without Shaq, and Shaq was being, was just kind of like, fuck it, whatever. I, I agree. Care. I mean, I agree. He,
0: uh, Shaq was actually, he averaged 63 percent uh, from the field during the finals and he, he was shooting 49 percent from the free throw. So yeah. like, surprisingly 49% not bad. 49 percent
1: from free throw and we're like, that's pretty good. It's not, not bad <laughs> for Shaq. Not uh, top, top of the mountain for him. I mean, Ben Wallace is such a cool player, I think, just by NBA standards for the Hell sole yeah. fact that like, Kids, like, we'd play like playground ball and like people wanted to be Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace, who averaged six points in ten boards a game. And like people people wanted to be Ben Wallace. You know, somebody's like, I'm Ben Wallace. It's like, right. th- like that's so it's like that's that never happens. And like Ben Wallace no. was, he was he was a dog, man. Ben Wallace was a dog.
2: <laughs> he was amazing, dude. And like when he played for the Bulls, I got a chance to watch a game yeah. once. And I like before the game started, I got to like stand courtside and watch him shoot free throws. He was
0: Jacked,
2: like dude, stupid, stupid, hit. jacked.
0: It was like yeah. his shoulders were the he size was, of my head. He was a a massive man.
2: Oh my god! And just like intimidating, uh, like athletic as all shit, just strong as fuck. But like that Pistons team ASA was, bro. they were perfect, man. Like they they get Rashid late in the season, you know, put that team together. Tayshon being like the perfect complement to that team. Uh, uh, you know, being added to that roster the year before the Darko Militius trade. And, like, let's not forget that they also had guys like Memito Core and fucking, I think they still had Corliss Williamson at that time. Ah, oh, no, you know what? I yeah, was they did the nope, was No, they had He was him. in Sacramento again. Nope, I think. they had did him. They? Average averaged
0: 4.2, 2.4. Shot uh, 40% I stand the field. corrected.
2: Michael Curry, like, Eldon Campbell, like, all these randos on this team. But, like, it just fit, man. Damn, but Curry it really Campbell, came down.
0: I'm hungry. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was uh man it was really fun to watch that series again because I, I i i don't remember them i don't remember it being as fun as as i as it is when i when i watched it at this age but man that Pistons team was so fucking fun um for a long for a long fucking time like that was one of the longer sustained levels of success from any team in recent memory i mean like i said five trips to the western or eastern conference finals um in a row i mean fucking kudos to that team man so much fun
0: yeah they're were, they're were a blast to watch I do wish the, they would have won. I do This is,
2: is this the Larry Brown team or the Rick Carlisle team? Larry, um, Brown. Larry Brown. This is the Larry Brown yeah. team, right? That's what I thought. That's what I thought.
0: Yeah, I don't remember when Rick Carlisle's in there.
2: I think years follow I think he might have come in the next year, actually, because Larry Brown. See. Larry Brown like was notorious for creating problems everywhere he went. Uh,
0: uh, Larry Brown was <laughs> there '04, thought- and then he was followed by Flip Saunders. Oh
2: right! I forgot about yeah, that. yeah. No, was it was
1: it was it Carlisle before Larry? Bale?
0: Yeah, he was before. I think Michael was he Michael Curry. Oh ends up yeah, becoming you're there. right. F- Hilariously enough, Michael Curry ends up becoming their coach. Yeah, Rick Carlisle was before.
1: because uh, then they they had uh, that one dude. Oh gosh. 0203
0: uh, was Rick Carlisle's last season as their coach. And then it became. Oh, and then the
2: following season. Okay, then Larry Brown comes in. Yep. Yeah. yeah, And before that
0: was George Irvin. Wow. And it is quite a a fucking. I'm trying to
1: think of who their fucking coach was. Oh, God, what the fuck is the guy's name? I'm I'm googling because I'm just look
0: 2000 2001 under George Irvin, Pistons are 32 and 50. The very next season, 2001 2002, Rick Carlisle comes in, 50 and 32.
2: Get it Rick. They
0: literally flipped it and then they went 50 and 32 again. And then Larry Brown comes in 54 and 28 and they won the, they won the uh, championship.
2: And at that point, Rick Carlo goes to Indiana, right? If I remember I correctly. I
0: believe so. Let's click on all Ricky Rick. Ricky Rick, what yeah, you have to? Detroit,
2: Indiana, then Dallas.
0: Um, yes. Yeah. That's what I thought.
2: Um, well, shit guys. Anything else you guys want to talk about today?
1: Here we go. Hold on. Wait, list of Pistons head coaches. I finally found it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you had the name already. I was like,
1: silent. We were ready to go. uh, I was thinking of Lawrence Frank. That was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 2013. Yeah. A guy who, number one. Always looked in over his head like he was in over his head. And number two, when he was like 40, like when he was, I guess he was like 40 coaching those teams, he looked like he was like 30 years old. <laughs> he was like a child. He looked like a child. Um, Speaking of
0: always looks confused, and uh, Tyron Liu, who the same exact day that Gary Payton and Carmelo signed with the Lakers, he signed with the Magic this season in 03. But Ty, Ty Lu is uh, one of the people in talks to get the Nets job. And they also have Saw like that. Jeff Van Gundy. I guess feel about that shit. There's, they're just throwing all so many. Mark names. Jackson too. Mark Jackson, yeah. They're just like everybody. Who wants to coach the Nets? Who wants to come to Brooklyn? About, I'd like to see Mark Jackson. Jason Kidd's in
1: talks already. Again. No, you wouldn't. Mark Jackson sucks, man. God,
0: I'd I like
2: hate to see him get film. another shot. I'd really like to see him. I'd like to see him get another shot. He was on. Uh, he was on Up and Smoke the other day, and I was Up listening to smoke. a podcast, and I was just like, "Oh, you know what? I want to get like give him another shot. <laughs> Let's do it." Also, I did listen to that Draymond podcast today. It was fucking fantastic. It was so fantastic. I'll listen to it. He holds nothing back. I not like it. <laughs> he holds nothing back. I I loved it. Every minute of it. Um, guys, anything else we want to talk about today before we wrap up? Nope. I don't think so, no. I'm hungry
1: and I want to be done. That's no, it. Me let's too. Do it's time this. for dinner. It's time to eat some right, well, stuff. Lauren, Lauren's in the kitchen right now making tikka masala. So you Let's go, 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 dude. That
2: good. All right, let's, let's plug and let's get out of here.
1: Follow me on Twitter. At Tad Hall underscore. Thank you, Nikki, for waiting. Tad Hall underscore is the only part of that that's my Twitter handle.
0: (laughs) I would love it if you did change it to Tad Hall underscore. (laughs) Nikki, thank you for waiting. Uh, The people want it. uh, I'm at Nikki Palooza. And you
2: can follow me at J underscore kilos on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow NBA at NBA pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please don't forget to give the podcast five-star rating and review. We greatly appreciate it. We've been putting a decent amount of work in these episodes the last couple of weeks. Hope you've been enjoying them. All right. Well, for Tad, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA. And we're out.
1: Your boy got to eat.